Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity with Susan Shereko, where we help you transform your life by changing what you're telling yourself. Whatever your circumstances, you can experience health, financial security, and a sense of well-being once again. And now, here's your host, Susan Shereko. Well, greetings and salutations, everyone. On behalf of Rebuilding Your Life Radio and the Train Your Brain, Claim Your Power Calls, welcome to today's conversation with Kate Lecker. Some of you may already know Kate. A graduate of Barnard College, Kate was a successful stock market analyst, interviewed regularly on television and in the press. She retired from the financial world one month before 9-11 took out the World Trade Center. Her office was on the 104th floor, and she lost several of her colleagues on that tragic day. But her story takes a turn at that point. Her health had been deteriorating from long hours and lots of travel, and she was about to begin a journey to health through a list of at least 40 ailments, including some terminal conditions. So we're going to talk with Kate today about her journey, about her book, Journey to Health, Heal Yourself with Meditation and the Aid of Your Spirit Guides, that teaches you various techniques that you can use in your own self-healing. Please bring your hands together to welcome Kate Fletcher. Hello, Kate. How are you today? I am very well. Thank you so much for having me on and the lovely introduction. Oh, thank you. I'm glad to have you here. It's a fascinating, fascinating look at healing uh, from your personal perspective. So um, I have to say, moving from a financial analyst to an energetic, holistic healer is quite a jump. Uh, What was going on that you decided to make that change? Ah, well, it was a gradual change. Um, I started off in finance, as you said, but it required me to do a lot of flying. I was petrified of flying. Getting a therapist early in my career, and after one session, I was never again afraid to fly. So right away, I knew this was some very powerful medicine, and I um, I employed it over my career. And I learned the right questions to ask and what not to ask. Like, they didn't help me with stock picking or anything. They didn't think it was relevant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, according, um, to, <laughs> according to the Internet, you, you suffered from a, a bundle of illnesses. What actually happened to you? Well, I got, I, I got very sick. Um, I've been working and 20 some odd years and I found out I had multiple sclerosis and a bunch of other diseases like scleroderma and Addison's. Um, then I turned out that I had um, stage four cancer and I was given when I was 46, I was told I had one to two years to live. And, um, and that was 14 years ago. And so how did, got, what did you do? Uh, what did I what do? Did you do to, well, I did what wonderful. did you do to overcome it? Yeah. I, I worked with a wonderful healer, and he helped me. I went with both Eastern and Western medicine. So I did 
the surgery and the radiation and the chemo. But he taught me how to heal myself with the chemotherapy. And I did. And they wrote a paper on me. It was remarkable. I mean, I highly recommend it for anybody going through chemotherapy. Very interesting because I I haven't heard anyone talk about that before as a, a potential solution for that. But your hypnotherapist took you through a lot more than just your chemotherapy. He introduced you to some very new, well, for me, it would have been very new phenomena. Um, I think that you were receiving messages. Uh, you, you were being told that your body knows how to heal itself. And then you were introduced to your spirit guides. Right. I met but then I was uh, other spirit and they really helped me heal. I mean, they gave me the messages of what to do and how to get in touch with my body, which is really the key to self-healing. And what way and is that? It, well, the best way to do that is to do a body scan and know that the one thing your body wants is attention. And that's something we tend not to give it enough of. We tend to ignore pain. We tend to, you know, push our anxiety aside. We, and, and rather what we need to do is focus and give it some attention. So I recommend that when people do a meditation, they begin with a body scan. And that's just, you know, slowly imagining a beautiful light coming in through the top of your head. And it relaxes all the muscles it touches relaxes your forehead, your eyes, your jaw, your neck, shoulders, all the way down your body very slowly to the tips of your feet. And as you do this, when you come to certain areas, you'll notice they'll start to shout out, you know, this hurts, I need some attention. So when you finish your scan, go back to each area and ask it some questions. Ask it um, what is its job? What message does it have for you? What does it want you to do? And what would make it happy? And I'm telling you, the answers from our body are always the correct answers. And if you listen and follow through, you, you will heal as I did. It's miraculous. It's amazing. Now, did you, did you also, I mean, how, you wrote your book based on what you went through in these, these uh, therapy sessions. Were you told to write the book or was it something that you just felt you wanted to do after that? No, I asked my spirit guides one day, what should I be doing with my life? And they said to write a book on health and how people can heal all the illnesses that I had. Um, and so I worked with a hypnotherapist weekly and every week we would go through a different illness and, or emotional condition. Sometimes things like depression and anxiety, they would take quite a few sessions and the guides would say, these are the methods that people can employ to get over these feelings and how they can heal themselves from each of the different illnesses. And it, it really, it worked. And the spirit guides are just so wise. 
And well, and one of the things I thought they know everything, right? Um, yeah. One of the, the story the things you mentioned is that um, these techniques, you had brain lesions at one point in time, and these methods healed those lesions, and you were able to actually, the doctors were able to demonstrate that. They had seen them in the original brain scans, and then when you came back, they were gone. They were healed. Um, so was that one of the reasons you became a hypnotherapist yourself? Well, that was one of the reasons that my MS is now in remission, mm-hmm. which is just remarkable, and none of the doctors can quite understand. But um, it's, um, I, I became a hypnotherapist when I was writing the books, and I, I took the course because I wanted to learn more about it. And then I realized that I, um, I had learned so much from my own healing that I really was able to teach others. So then I started seeing clients and helping people that had, you know, emotional, physiological problems. And it's been a wonderful, wonderful journey. Now, again, in your Internet background, it mentions that your therapy includes introducing people to their spirit guides and channeling information from the Arcturians. Now, I have to be honest, I'm not familiar with the Arcturians, and so I'm very curious. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about them? Sure. Well, I can tell you about all my guides. My main guide (laughs) is Costada, who I've had for the longest. And she's, um, she's lovely. She's about five feet tall, bald, big green eyes. Uh, She wears a white robe with a high collar. She's very beautiful. And then I have um, five Arcturian guides. And Costad is in a higher dimension, and the Arcturians are in an even higher dimension than they are, than she is. um, So they speak very godlike. And sometimes they argue among themselves, Costad and the Arcturians. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So... um, But they're very, um, they come from the planet Arcturian, and they are, um, they're very tall. They're like seven feet tall with long blonde hair. They're all very healthy looking, and all of them glow. Um, They don't have, they glow like a white light, like a, a soft light bulb. And their expressions are always serene and often amused <laughs> and so <laughs> the Arcturians are just I mean they're wonderful they they are very loving and the thing about the guides is they're never critical of us ever no matter what we think we're doing wrong they tell us we're not mm. well that's I mean that's fascinating I mean I think you as you mentioned they're on different dimensions and uh, from what I've been reading in, in a variety of places we on Earth are third and fourth dimensional beings. And then as we move up in our vibration scale, we go into the fifth dimension and on up beyond that. Um, so this is, th- these are advanced beings who have evolved already beyond where we are now. Is that correct? That is correct. But they're also, um, we call them guides. Spirit guides, angels, they say those are just 
words in English and they differ in every language. Um, but we are beings, we are souls. And as souls, we're being, beings of light and of love. And as being of light, we're two-dimensional. Because light is the only thing on our planet that's two-dimensional because it has an infinite mm-hmm. length. So mm-hmm. they say if we traveled at the speed of light, we wouldn't age, which is how we have eternal souls. So our spirit guides are the souls that we travel through time with in our, in our group. And when we're taking, we're all taking an invention now on Earth on a primitive, beautiful, three-dimensional planet. But our guides, our friends are with us in a, in a higher dimension and they really, we can communicate with us and they want us to. And they really want to talk and that's the way to learn and find your right path and find enlightenment is to talk to your guides and then you'll have your answers. Yes. Well, let's, let's talk about your book right now. Um, the first part of Journey to Health is an introduction to self-hypnosis and, and the spirit guides. What do you want people to know in order to utilize these meditative techniques? Well, I want people to know that, you know, even if they don't believe in spirit guides, that's okay. They're still around. They're still loving you. They're still sending you messages that you might interpret as instincts or gut feels or um, just sensations. And so whether you believe or not, they're, they're still there. But if you do go into a meditative trance, you can meet them because um, that's the, the easiest way. There are some people, you know, who can channel very easily messages from their guides. But I find most people can do it very easily if they're in a, in a nice trance. And so I recommend listening uh, to a, maybe a guided imagery meditation. I happen to like Dr. Brian Weiss because he introduced me. And um, and once so so that's the first thing that I recommend in my book is people meet their spirit guides and I give them a few ways in which they can do it, including how to do it on your own if you choose to. Although that mm-hmm. is the most difficult. But now, now the second part of the book is a little more specific. It looks like um, because it's self healing, both emotional and physical. Uh, if you were to get somebody started, where's the best place for them to begin? Well, the best place for them to begin is if they do a scan, they'll see what part of their body wants the most attention. You know, is it, the, is it their anxiety? Is it their depression? Is it their pain in their hip? You know, is it their headaches? you'll get an answer and that's, you should work on the biggest problems first. And um, I can give you an example of what people could do if you'd like. Oh, I'd love to. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I recommend that if somebody, um, let's say has, has a pain um, Mm. in their back or they have anxiety or it could really be anything, but go into a trance and imagine that you're in a beautiful field, you know, 
wildflowers and to perfect temperature and a path forms in front of you. And you slowly begin to walk down this path and then you see in front of you, you come to two chairs facing each other. So you can sit down in one chair and then do another little scan and find out where in the body that pain resides. If it's in your back or if it's your anxiety, where, where in your body does it live? And then put a halo or a bubble around it and place it on the chair facing you. And now you can ask it questions. So you should ask your pain what its personality is. What is its job? What message does it have for you? What does it want from you? What would it like to feel better? And it will give you answers. And you can keep asking, and you'll be surprised at how insightful it is. And then when you come out of trance, the most important thing is to follow through on these suggestions and know that they came to you from higher spiritual beings and your instincts and from the Lord, and none of it's bad. Mm. And you, when you, and this is the same technique, basic technique that you used in order to address each of the ailments that you suffered from and overcome them. Uh, well, no, that, that, that's one of the mm-hmm. um, issues I use, and that helps for a few things. There, there are other ways to, you know, um, take what's bothering you and, and talk to it, but putting it on a chair opposite you sort of, I find, works well. Mhm, mhm. Um, I, when I studied psychosynthesis, that was a technique we used for forgiveness techniques. That to be able to place the person that we wanted to forgive, or for, from whom we wanted to ask forgiveness, and on a spiritual level, energetic level, to have them in a chair opposite us, so that we could address it in a non-threatening way. So oh, very that's powerful. interesting. Yes, so this, so this is obviously a well-known technique. My spirit guides say the way to deal with forgiveness is to imagine you're walking again in a beautiful setting and you come to a flower. And on the flower is a certain number of petals. You, the person you're trying to forgive, and then if there's anybody else in the circle. And then you can decide look at the flower and decide, do I want to take this petal and pull it off and throw it outside my energy circle so it no longer affects me? Or do I want to leave it attached? And then you can decide, depending upon what your answer is, neither is right or wrong, um, if you choose to keep it attached, you forgive this person. And if you choose to let them go, that's also fine. You can forgive them and they're no longer in your energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. So that is a, those are two, two ways to approach problems. Um, are, there, are there any that are absolutely your favorite or the ones that you think are the most powerful? 
Yes. I think the most powerful is when you actually meet your spirit guide. Because a lot of people suffer with self-doubt and feelings of inadequacy and just, you know, they put themselves down. And that really saddens the spirit guides. And so the best thing that happens is when you meet your spirit guide, the first thing you'll feel is such an overwhelming sense of love. It'll just be so intense and this being will be familiar to you somehow and it'll be a higher spiritual being so you'll have such respect for it and you will love it in return. You can't feel such such unconditional love and not feel it yourself. And then once you do that and you realize they love you so much that no matter what you think of yourself, you're totally worthy of love and you can have self-love and you don't have to go through all the things wrong with you. You can just love yourself completely. And it's, um, and I think that does more for people's well-being than anything else because then they start taking care of themselves and they start listening to themselves. Mm, to be a powerful tool. Yes, I can see where that, the fact that you can just dwell in love and not let go of all the rest of it is very powerful. Well, you've certainly created a dynamic, holistic healing center. You founded Kate's Holistic Healers, which is a group of holistic healers in the New York area. And that comprises, let's see, hypnotherapists, acupuncturists, Reiki therapists, yoga, homeopathy, you did a TV show by the same name, Kate's Holistic Healers, and that's still available on YouTube. In fact, I went and listened to the stream meditation this morning before we, we got together. Um, you have a website, that's Kate's Holistic Healing, where people can reach this group. Does, does this organization meet anywhere? Does it have any, you know, or is it strictly a place to um, get information out to people? Oh, no. I mean, we do put out, we are active on social media, and we put out posts regularly. But no, this is um, for a lot of people that are looking for one-on-one help, or we also have retreat centers, and we have conferences, and, um, and those, are, those are lots of fun. And it's, uh, we have some excellent people involved in, in the company. We've got 10 different holistic healers. And um, I recommend all of them terribly highly. Um, but if people just want to follow us in the written stuff, and, um, and again, I, the book that I wrote, Journey into Health, um, if you have uh, suffering from any ailments and are interested in meditation and spirit guides, I highly recommend it. Now, you also have another book, Journey to Knowledge. What were you teaching in that book? That was my first book, and that was more um, an introduction to spirit guides. And now I've written a third book, The Angel's Guide to Happiness, and I'm uh, just finishing that up now. Ah, so it will my, be available uh, soon. Yes, hopefully coming this, this winter. Well, great. So where can people find your books at this time? Uh, Books are available at Barnes and Noble and Amazon, 
uh, Walmart, Balboa Press, um, a few sporadic bookstores, but those are the main uh, the main distributors. Great. Okay. Now, before we close our call, do you have any last thoughts that you'd like to share? Yes. I think people should be very excited to know that they have so much power. And if they have any negative thoughts about themselves, to know that they can get over them. And there's no reason to feel that way. And your life can be made miraculous. And that's called enlightenment. And once you've realized enlightenment, it's just very difficult to have a bad life. Mm. And, ev- and everyone Good can message. find enlightenment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kate, I really appreciate your coming on the show to tell, you, uh, tell us about your books and the message of self-healing. And I want to thank our listeners for joining us as well. Remember, nothing supports the work of authors better than picking up a copy of their books. Now, you can also support the work of this program by going to anchor.fm, where this podcast, Train Your Brain, Claim Your Power, originates. Like us, follow us, sponsor, or subscribe to the podcast in some way. And let people know that we're here giving authors their voice. If you'd like to hear a particular author, please contact me at susan at susanshareko.com. So thanks again for being with us, Kate. Well, thank you so much for having me, Susan. I'm delighted I was able to. Once again, the author is Kate Fletcher, and her book is Journey to Health, available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and at Walmart. Time to go, everyone. Bye for now, and have a great day. Thank you very much for tuning in today. If you've been inspired by this show, leave a rating or review on iTunes and visit www.rainbowsoverruins.com to receive a free chapter from Susan's book. On behalf of Susan Shireko, this has been Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity, sharing the journeys of those affected by sudden and great loss and what they did to heal, rebuild, and where they are now.